my friends, you come to this show for one reason and one reason only. You want to live in that space where you're not competing with everybody else and all of the sameness around you, but you own your own space. And that's where you excel. That's where you make impact. Look, I want to honor the fact that you want to make change in the world, that you want to do something great. You want to influence the lives of others in a positive way. You want to see people perform at their best and become everything they want to be. You belong in the forge with us. Look, if I know one thing, it's that iron sharpens iron. So let's get you into this program so that you can start moving people, connecting with people, and making real impact with them. And trust me, your life will never be the same. Check in the show notes below to find out where you can sign up for an upcoming info session. I'll tell you all about it. You can meet some of the people who have gone before you, how their lives have been transformed, and how they've launched into greatness at levels that even they wouldn't have expected. It is an honor to serve you with The Forge, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in the classroom starting in spring 2021. Here's something that I've been noticing needs to be mentioned in the coaching community. It's all about monitoring your inputs. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to check out this episode. Listen, you know, when I start this podcast, it starts with a fresh voice early in the morning after a good sleep with excellent energy, a beautiful microphone, nice preamp, and then it goes to the computer to make a podcast. It's all about the quality of your inputs, and that applies to us as agile coaches, scrum masters, leaders, and learners. Let's dig in on that, but first let's take a moment to remember why we're here to create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works, relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we focus on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unique and powerful force in this industry. If this helps you, don't forget to tell your friends also, come see us in the Facebook Badass Agile Listener Lounge and join us on Clubhouse in the Badass Agile Club. The links are down below. You know, when people tell me that they like the sound of my podcast or the sound of my voice, that's intentional. I know it sounds good because I work hard on keeping the inputs nice and clean. Before I sit down to do these, the fridge goes off, the air conditioner goes off. I make sure that my voice is warmed up and properly hydrated because if you don't do those things, it's garbage in garbage out. Well, what about you and your mind? We don't talk about this enough, guys. The quality of your leadership, your ability to inspire others, your ability to make great decisions is entirely based on what you let inside your head. That includes your social circle, your social media, the books you read, the people you take advice and counsel from, and the environment that surrounds you at work, at home, and beyond. If all of these things aren't clean and pure, they're going to create a landscape in your mind that's not amenable to great decisions, great leadership, great thinking, and great wisdom. 
And it's so strange because you would never allow people to just take your body and do whatever with it. Push you over here, pull you over there. You wouldn't allow strangers to pour poison down your mouth, yet we'd let anybody put bad ideas into our ears and our eyes. So let's go through these one by one. What are you reading, watching, or listening to? The kind of stuff that you put into your head, the information, the influences that you feed your brain with matter. Are you reading excellent quality books? Books that not only, this is very interesting, books that not only amplify what you already know and believe, but books that radically challenge it. Are you reading alternate opinions? Are you reading across different disciplines? Because if all you're reading is agile books, what you're getting is the information and the opinions of people who write agile books for a living. Are you delving into philosophy? Are you reading some fiction? Are you reading great business books? The great works of literature? Go find a list of the top 10 most recommended books, and you'll pretty quickly come upon a selection of must-reads. I also like to use a book summarization service. My favorite is Blinkist because it allows you to have access to a wide range of summaries that present the core ideas that can help you decide whether you need to go and delve deeper into that particular title or move on down the road to something that speaks to you more personally. But all reading is good reading, as long as you're not reading, as I say, to fill your mind, but rather to free it. Take the challenges, take on the different opinions, that's really important. Now, what about the videos that you watch? The stuff that comes up on LinkedIn, on Instagram. And hey, I'm guilty of making these. I do them too. This is how you promote your business. This is how you spread your ideas. But if the ideas are just more of the same, if the ideas are negative, limited thinking, guess what you're going to get more of? I'll talk in some future episodes about the quality of those ideas and how certain ideas make you limit less versus the ideas that make you limited. Now, this dovetails into my next point. All of the things that you read, all of the things that you see, comprise in their sum the beliefs and attitudes of the world and the community at large. Whether this is the political discourse that you read about on the news, or whether this is the banter and the ideas that are happening in the Agile community about the quote-unquote right versus wrong way to do Agile and to scale Agile, be very, very mindful of where these opinions are coming from, including mine, guys. Question everything, because I've noticed something that's more prevalent in the community than ever before. As it's easier to communicate, trade, publish ideas, I'm hearing more and more from people who seem to be motivated by keeping their jobs rather than expanding their reach, their influence, and their impact, which means we hear more permission-based thinking, which is not the badass agile way, I'm hearing more safety and certainty-based thinking, also not the badass agile way. Now, I'm not here to say that my way is the right way, but if you're listening to the show because you're looking to expand, because you're looking to amplify your career, because you're looking to have greater and deeper impact with more and more people, because you're looking to advance the craft of agile so that it can do more and be more than it ever has in the past, then I believe we have to be thinking more boldly. And so my language reflects that. That means I'm very wary of messages that seem to be focused on safety, pleasing others, sticking with the party line, and echoing what everybody else is saying in the industry, in the community. Now, this also means something else. you got to watch, when it comes to inputs, who you're hanging around with and who you let influence 
your decisions and your behaviors and your thought processes. If you're surrounded at work or at home or in your social life by very negative people who are not growing, who are not expanding, who don't jump out of bed every day, excited to share their art, to create new ideas, to generate energy and movement in our sphere, then how do you expect to grow? How do you expect to get more and more out of your career? How do you expect to impact larger and more important groups of people? How do you expect to find your audience, to connect with them, and to challenge them to grow and to be more agile if instead you're surrounded with negative, fear-based thinkers? They're going to respond to you. They're going to talk to you using language that makes them feel safe. Language that makes them feel that this boat isn't going to rock. Language that makes them feel that if they do tomorrow exactly the same thing they did today and the day before that, that's where true certainty and safety is going to come from. Be mindful of those influences. Be mindful of those inputs because you're going to have great ideas. If you're around Agile long enough, you're going to see what's possible. You're going to see what it can do. You're going to find great meaning in using agility as a tool to make those around you better. And this happens over and over when you step up to the plate to bring your ideas, to test them. Like a hero, you're prepared to stick your neck out, share your thoughts, try something and have it fail so you can learn, improve, and do better. You're going to meet these people who are going to tell you, are you sure that's what you want to do? They're going to tell you, listen, that's not how we do things around here. That won't work here. We know what works. We read all about it on the internet. We took the course... We've already bought enterprise licenses for Jira. We got it covered, man. We know what Agile's all about. But you're here to shake things up. You're here to be change, not to be intimidated by change. And some folks are going to drive hard to keep you quiet. In fact, they're going to apply more effort to keep those ideas down than it would have cost them to simply try, expose themselves to risk, expose themselves to new ideas, expose themselves to real failure. And some people are okay with that, and there's nothing wrong with making those choices for yourself. However, if you want different, you can't let the people around you, in your workplace, in your home, in your peer group, or in the community or the industry, pollute your thinking. And they won't do it in a way that intends harm. It's just that their belief systems are the foundation of everything they say and do. And if you hang around them long enough, this is going to feel like normal. This is going to feel right. But remember, it's right for them. It doesn't make it right for you. And there's an excellent chance that if you're trying to make change, that if you're trying to do something great, if you're trying to advance the craft, that at some point, you're going to have to go in the opposite direction. And the first step to doing that is recognizing the impact and the influence that the thoughts, ideas, and attitudes of the people that surround you, your influence, your courage, and ultimately your success. So you need to monitor your inputs. Here's how you do it. Every time you read something, ask the question, but why is this so? Am I being given facts or am I being given opinions? If I behaved in this way, if I believed these words, these opinions, or these quote-unquote facts, what kind of outcomes would I get? Are these likely to create change? 
Are these likely to get me where I want to go? Now, when it comes to the individuals around you, in the community, or even just in the office, ask yourself, are these people in a place where I want to be? Are they making change the way I want to make change? Or are they largely sitting still and sitting comfortably? Seek out people who have done what you want to do, who have carved a path kind of like the one you want to carve. Watch them. Listen to their attitudes. Listen to their ideas. See how they stand. See how they speak. Watch how they think. Listen to the tone of their voice. Those are the people who set an example that are worth following. It's so important to have this skill and this awareness in your tool belt. Because as we go and spend weekends at conferences and hours on Clubhouse or social media, if the ideas are not making you better, if they're not challenging your brain, if they're not advancing the cause, if they're not also inspiring you in the direction that you want to go, then the time you spend there is wasted time. So monitor your inputs. Look for sources of information that inspire you, yes, but also that inform you and challenge your opinions because that challenge will help tighten up and toughen up your opinions. And do the same with the people that are in your life. It's been said by people way smarter than me that you're the average of the five people that just spend the most time with. So if those people are not supporting you, pushing you, giving you real feedback that helps make you stronger and better, then you may have to eliminate or at least minimize the amount of time you spend around those people. But most importantly, don't let the strong opinions of others who are looking to stand still and be safe change your mission. Because they're going to try. They're going to ask you to honor the old way. They're going to ask you to slow down. They're going to ask you to follow the rules. They're going to ask you to be patient. They're going to ask you to drink the Kool-Aid. And the minute you hear that, that should be a red flag that these people and their ideas don't belong in your input chain. Protect your beliefs and your leadership certainty as though it were a treasured resource. Because aside from time, it's the most important one you've got. My friend, thank you for tuning in. It's wonderful to see you. You can check me out at badassagile.com or find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile. I look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, stay badass. Badass.